gather round, gather round, pull up a chair, sit on the floor. It is the 3rd of September, 2021. This show comes to you each and every day of the work week from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. This is Sexy Voice Andrea, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now with 50% less kidney. Still with 100% of the only organ that matters. I hope it was good for you. Thank you, Andrea. This this is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures uh, every day of the week for going on three years. What happened? What happened? Uh, I'm going to bring in Bill Simonson in very early. He's a very, very busy man. He's probably getting ready to go golfing or something like that, or uh, I don't know. Uh, go on another uh, date. He goes on like three dates a day with different women. Uh, still in the uh, eternal quest to find the next Mrs. Simonson. He'll take one young lady out. Uh, she has to be like under 30 years old. Uh, out for uh, out for coffee. And then he has a, a lunchtime rendezvous with another young lady. Uh, you know. This is every day. He goes on 15 to 25 dates every single week uh, as he searches for Mrs. Wright. Very finicky. He's like a cat. You'd never know it. But, yeah, he is. Uh, he, he uh, Bill is not the type uh, to be, you know, taken advantage of by a young lady. He has to be very careful because, um, so many women just want to be part of his fame and fortune as a world-renowned uh, broadcaster on the radio. Nevertheless, I reached out to Bill because I I cannot wait to um, call him out on his folly. He has been, uh, uh, ever since WWE Dan Campbell arrived on the uh, scene and and I like Dan Campbell I like I like a rah-rah coach I, I really do but when you announce to the world that you're going to be uh, playing this 17 game football season relying on things like grit whatever the hell grit is and toughness and intangibles. You notice he never mentioned talent or good football players or football players that they're not picking up off the scrap heap and making like the star of the team. I've talked about this before. The fact that uh, to start the training camp, uh, they brought in numerous shit bag receivers. They said, "All right, we're gonna, all right, we're gonna give these guys grit and toughness and intangibles, and then, uh, you know, they're gonna be awesome." And then the end of training camp, they cut them all, 
and then uh, went around the waiver wire and, and made deals to get other teams' garbage. So they had shitty, and they picked up shittier. Now, I know some of you are like, ah, I don't care about uh, football, let alone the Detroit Lions. It's, it's, uh, it's more about beating knucklehead up over this ridiculous 9-8 and eight prediction. What a jackass. And I give him credit for coming here on this show. Because, you know, he kind of uh, goes unchecked on his little radio show (laughs) with your 50,000-watt radio station behind you in West Michigan all of a sudden. This is a perfect example of radio. Uh, At the bottom one day, at the top the next. That's how it goes. One day, he's on a radio station that... If I stuck my head out the window and screamed, more people would hear me than they would when Bill was with his old employer. It was so bad. But he uh, he toughed it out and uh, made his way through it on a little 1340 AM and on uh, what's known as an FM translator. It doesn't even have call letters, uh, 106.1. It's known as like uh, uh, WD00647.99 North South 18 degrees. A lot of people were like, ah, Bill hasn't even been on the radio in in, uh, two years, nine months. No, no, no. He was still doing his thing. And then uh, all of a sudden, 50,000 watt ESPN. Uh, formerly known as ESPN in Grand Rapids, Michigan, part of the iHeart uh, Radio, um, uh, a bunch of stations. Um, they came a calling and said, "Yeah, hey, why don't you bring the huge show over here?" So we talked about that this week. But I cannot, I cannot let go, and have this be unchecked. His silly nonsensical nine and eight for the lions this year, the Detroit lions, in addition to, uh, basically relying on what I said, they're going to be relying on grit, uh, toughness, intangibles. Uh, I don't know. Wisdom. Is that, is he going to throw that in things that don't matter? Are the second youngest football team, in the whole league. So you're you're going from uh, Matthew Stafford. We haven't even touched upon this. Matthew Stafford to Jared Goff. Now, if you ask any person who does fantasy football, they're going to pick Matt Stafford over Goff 10 out of 10 times. Goff when he was successful in Los Angeles, had a, a, a amazing offensive line. Great running back uh, who had a spectacular season or two, Todd Gurley. The Lions, it seems like uh, everything is suspect. You've got some good players on the line, but it's not completely solidified. On the right side, you got a, a Panay Sewell who hasn't really played football and extended time 
and he's just a rookie. I, I absolutely believe that uh, Panay Sewell, who's like nine foot tall, 450 pounds, absolute stud, uh, will be an amazing football player. But the poor dude hasn't played in quite some time, and all of a sudden he's playing against the best, the fastest, the brightest players in the world. How? How is he going to survive? I think Panay Sewell will be a fantastic football player. Just not right away. He predicted nine wins, and I am not going to let him forget it. Nine wins, eight losses. Let's bring in uh, Bill with his fancy uh, schmancy 50,000 watts of power behind him. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> oh, there you are. Hey, you know what, man? Angry Zane is wonderful audio. Angry Zane is wonderful video. What the hell happened? Has your wife cut you off? Well, yes. <laughs> the short answer. And look at you. Look at I'm assuming by the attire, it's a golf day today, isn't it? No, no golf, man. Just uh helping the homeless. I'll, I'll oh yeah. Yeah, I understand you're doing a lunchtime endeavor at a restaurant called is it Mission or The Mission? What is that? Mission Barbecue where they okay. uh it's it's really cool theme where they salute first responders, firefighters, police, military. It's on East Beltline and Grand Rapids, there's locations across the state. It's all they do the national anthem uh, every lunch at noon. I think that's <laughs> I, I love it. That is uh, that is fantastic, and uh, and and so you're going to be there today, correct? Yeah, uh, three to six, first live broadcast oh. with uh, 96 won the game in Grand Rapids. You know, going statewide, so it's always nice with the new station to do the first live away from station broadcast less than three days after you launched. Yeah, um, I, I was just talking about that. I don't know if you caught it at the beginning of this, that uh, radio is a lot of times people will have the script flipped where someone who might be kind of toiling and uh, kind of spinning their wheels because you had some hindrances with signal. And now all of a sudden you're on the biggest stick and uh, arguably one of the biggest sticks outside of like B93 and all of West Michigan. That's 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 pretty fantastic. That's cool, man. It's been, you know, good, uh, good with everybody there at iHeart. You know that. And then the reception from the people on the streets. But one thing about my live remote later today at three at Mission Barbecue on East Beltline, you know, we, we've been partnering with the Grand Rapids 9-11 Memorial Stair Climb at Lake Michigan Credit Union Ballpark on September 11th. And they've done it the last 10 years where local firefighters, statewide firefighters and people uh, walk up and down stairs uh, to replicate 110 floors from the World Trade Center. Now, I know you're running. You're a great athlete. You know, triathlons. <laughs> you should go. You should go do those stairs. Yes. A uh, week from tomorrow. You should. That's, that's a wonderful idea. That's a that's a great idea. You're, I feel a, like... you're, you're an athlete, man. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm here dressed to help the homeless today, and you should. You should show up at LMCU Ballpark a week from tomorrow. I Look think, at that belly. Look at that you. belly. You know <laughs> what, Eric? There comes a point. Okay, let, let's be honest. Your your children, your empty nesting. You got seven pets with 
one eye. So uh, <laughs> your 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 wife, your who are you trying to impress? If you put on a few pounds, who are you trying to impress right now? You're right. You're absolutely right. Guys you know, reach a point. Guys reach a point where you don't care if you're at the pool or the beach and you look like you're a pregnant male. I couldn't agree more. You know, it's funny. You talk about 9-11. You, you know what you would love? It's it's very sad, but you would love the 9-11 Memorial and Museum. I've been there twice. Wow. It, it is. It's life-changing. It is. I, I cannot believe how amazingly well done they put this all together. I mean, the fact and also the fact that you're there. I mean, you're in it. I, uh, mm. I was just there last month and uh, it is spectacular. If you ever get a chance to uh, it's actually, you know, just to go see that is, is worth it for a weekend, you know? Yeah, uh, I've heard about that and I've seen your uh, some of your photos and your trips where you guys go back east and. Um, you know, it's the 20th anniversary of one of the darkest days in American history. And uh, I know that with Marty Board, Michigan Sports Network and everybody, we wanted to try and uh, bring attention and awareness uh, to this stair climb at LMCU. Yeah. I might try and do it next year. But, man, that's you know, that says something about the firefighters and first responders. And if you remember uh, from everything you've read, heard and seen, they were going up the stairs not knowing what was in front of them while people were going the other way. And that defines our first responders and our military and firefighters and policemen. And, you know, I think uh, firefighters, and again, it's not trying to, you know, play favorites or talk about people, but I think in this country, in Grand Rapids, wherever anybody's watching this, I, I don't think firefighters get enough credit for their bravery. I really don't. I agree with you. And it's, uh, I think it's important to, uh, to kind of like, take a pause when you realize these people are running into burning buildings on a regular Amen. basis. Amen. You know, we don't put our lives on the line. We get, we get paid to give opinions. You're a great entertainer. Um, you know, you just, we don't, you know, there could be things that happen we can't control, but there are people who go to work every day, Eric, with families who they don't know uh, if they're coming home and that, and that starts and ends in America with law enforcement, uh, military if they're on deployment, but mostly firefighters and military and first responders. Bill, uh, I want to touch on this, and that's all very, very uh, sweet what you just said there, but you have uh, said some horrible things recently uh, on the huge show, and and I want to know if you're getting buyer's remorse on the 9-8 and eight prediction uh, for the second youngest team in the NFL, your Detroit Lions, please, Bill. Uh, well, nine and eight people have to understand there's 17 games this year. Uh, I won't say buyer's remorse, but as the season uh, gets closer a week from Sunday, uh, not second thoughts, not uh, rip courting, uh, but I have to I have to take a deep breath and step back that, you know, this was the preseason. They are the second youngest team that can be good or bad. Okay. But I didn't. I didn't predict them to go to the playoffs. I predicted nine wins. They added a game this year to their schedule. They won five last year with the worst defense in the NFL and the most overrated quarterback in NFL history, and Matt Stafford. So they had a horrible coach for you know what three fourths of the season and uh-huh. Patricia. So when I say five to nine with Campbell 
with golf, who's a better quarterback than Stafford, with uh, Swift healthy, with the best offensive line. Sewell still has to learn how to play right tackle. Hey, what I couldn't believe, when I came in, you were breaking down right tackle in the NFL, and I'm I'm ready to call. Speaking of first responders, I'm ready to call an ambulance for Eric Zane that he's breaking <laughs> well, down right tackles in the well, NFL. You know, I believe it or not, I have been following Panay Sewell. I know he's switched positions, and that's and he hasn't played. Actually, heard on your show uh, yesterday. I forgot who the gentleman was was talking about. He hasn't practiced since 2018. And, uh, you know, for one full year, all he did was play games because he was a little nicked. And then he sat out for a year. So uh, this is all there's a real learning curve for the young man. I love Panay Sewell. I thought it was a great pick. But if anybody thinks he's going to be a shut down uh, uh, tackle, you know, uh, that, that might take a little bit, you know. Well, first off, when I heard Eric Zane. Uh, on this live video feed and audio feed, <laughs> talking about Panay Sewell, my first thought was when, when if Eric Zane said Panay Sewell, he'd go, yeah, I'd take it with marinara, not with <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. I mean, I mean, you're breaking it down. You know what you're doing now? You're listening to my show on the game, 96-1, and you're taking all my info. Well, I know. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I, I, uh, I've been paying extra special attention to you and seeing how the uh, seeing how the uh, uh, launch has gone, and it's gone very well. Uh, oh, but I, I think that I think that one of the things it's you know it's going to be bad when they. I was talking about this before you got in here when they, to start the training camp they bring in a bunch of terrible receivers and then cut them all to bring in worse receivers. Well, but actually, the uh, the Hodge that they got from the Browns is pretty good that they just picked up. And uh, they're, the, the wide receiver depth, you know, when there's an Amendola out there, but they want a new culture. They want – there's that's why they're the second youngest team. That's why Stafford got traded, Eric. Let's be honest. They traded, and you see how many people love him. It's like 50-50, right, in Michigan. That they some think he's as big as Gordy Howe, and others think that how in the hell did he ever last that long in Detroit? And and they want a they want a cleansing. They want a total cleansing. And and I will say, I'll be honest, as this cleansing has gone deeper and deeper towards the start of the regular season, uh, I do have a reevaluation team that is huddling this weekend at Camp Huge, and we're going to evaluate. Our nine and eight <laughs> prediction. Well, you better hurry because you well, got a week. I know. I, I, I can't. I can come clean. I have until I'll say next Friday show, which will be what September tenth. Yes. Uh, the opener for the Lions is September twelfth against the Niners. I, I do have. I do have a full week now, basically, and some change okay. to reevaluate my nine and eight pick. But I will say, Eric, out of our years of knowing each other. I'm more impressed by your football knowledge this morning <laughs> than at any time ever. ever. Uh, Bill, Bill, that's that's nice, but I know your tricks. You're trying to compliment me so that I will get off, uh, uh, not letting you get away. Oh, 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 how about your text to me this morning? Hey, Bill, how you doing? Uh, congrats, everything's going well. Ninety-six-one. Can you come on about your stupid ass pick? <laughs> 
let me ask you this. If if Bill Simonson is doing his fantasy football and he had there's only two quarterbacks. I, I, once, I, I once touched a lion with a 10 foot. Well, <laughs> let's say let's say you you have to pick quarterback and there's only two remaining. One is Jared Goff, one is Matt Stafford for your fantasy oh, team. Who is Goff. Bill Simonson gonna pick? Goff? Goff. Goff. Hey, you know, I just heard uh on X's and Bros, which is you know, they talk about Michigan teams mornings on ninety six won the game. I just heard the guy talk about golf, you know, in Stafford, and he's talking about what I've said that golf has a better playoff resume. Uh, he's he's what twenty six. He's not horrible. You saw the only drive really playing preseason against a pretty good Bills first team defense. I you know I, Matt Stafford this love affair you know with that some people not me he was good. He's not great. Obviously playing the NFL you're good. He's not great. It's, so why okay oh if he's so damn good why would the Lions trade him? Well, I think they I think they got a lot for him. There's a tremendous amount yes. of draft picks and oh uh, and, and since oh my he's Oh god, how do you how do you know so much about the NFL now? And he's and he's crazy. over he is over 30 and you know, I mean, I think that uh I think if they the way Brad Holmes is looking at it, he's not looking at uh one year repair job. Uh, if if you look at maybe two cuz if you remember the Kansas City Chiefs uh, that first year with Mahomes, I think they won like six or seven games, and then it was the next year that they really took off, you know? Well, and remember they traded Alex Smith, if you remember. The Chiefs did, and a lot of people didn't like it, and Mahomes came in. I don't, golf's not going to be Mahomes. Mahomes is, I think, right, far and away right, just right, right. On, on and off the field, one of the great superstars yeah, I was just, we've seen you in know, sports. I was just Nobody saying that, that, that that's golf. the timeline that they might be uh, uh, you know, weighing yeah. on. But the timeline is this, Eric, and back to my nine and eight pick, they expanded to 17 games. So normally that would be an eight and eight pick because uh, I think their extra game is Denver and Denver doesn't have a quarterback. They have, they have a decent defense, the Broncos. So basically I'm it, with the extra game, I'm, I'm saying there's three more wins because of Campbell, because of culture, because of speed on defense, because they're going to be able to throw the ball. You got to remember, they're, they're going to follow what New Orleans did. So DeAndre Swift, if he can stay healthy, will catch a ton of balls like Alvin Kamara does with the Saints. Hawkinson will. You haven't seen that in preseason. I think the Lions fans have totally overreacted okay. on, on the preseason. And then they still have this love affair. Like, they, you know, their long-lost girlfriend is now moving to California, and you want to have the long-distance relationship with Matthew Stafford. God. I think I think I have a bit of a uh, I don't know why, but I kind of I, th this is weird because I love the Lions. I want them to win, but I also want you to fall on your face. So I am hoping Stafford goes undefeated and wins the Super Bowl, and the Lions lose every game just so that because the drama of you being annihilated by your audience would be fantastic. You know. At times, I I wonder why I even come on this damn show. <laughs> I mean, you you are you revel, you know, yeah, I, Eric. I, why, I really... why I love you, you revel in others' misery better than anybody I've ever met in my life. All right, here's my huge prediction: the Lions will win three games this year. They will go three and three and fourteen. So and you're the... saying this team's going to be worse than last year's oh. five and eleven team? That was horrible. Well, yeah, because three is less than five. Yeah, but why? 
Because what? Because Stafford's gone? No. Oh, no. I miss my little Stafford. Look, oh, here's my little kitty kitty. Do you yeah. miss Stafford? This is why we need to be on the radio together because I'm sick and tired of you with 50,000 watts and going unchecked, sitting there unchecked. in your studio with people uh, people fanning total, you. Total com- yeah. uh-huh. Communist regime. Unchecked. I'm, now, I'm so now thankful. Because- 50,000 yeah. watts, and now and now Zane, Zane, be, Zane all of a sudden is Adam Schefter from ESPN yeah. with all those <laughs> You need this. You need this. And I hope, I hope that, uh, that it, it goes exactly as I predicted so that I can rub your face in the dog doo-doo of that are the Detroit Lions. I love them, but they will win three games. And you know who's going to win the Super Bowl? The Cleveland Browns are going to win the Super Bowl this year. By beating the Rams and Matt Stafford in the Super Bowl. I haven't gotten that, that far. Prediction? Now, that would be right. the best. That would be the absolute I, best. I am, again, just to recap, because I got to run. I got a, a, a homeless uh, West Michigan shelter meeting uh, here in about six minutes. Uh, we're all, we're teeing it up and we're teeing it up to help the homeless. Oh, you are um, golfing. You are no, golfing. No, 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 no. We're teeing up the meeting. It's a meeting. Oh. It's not golfing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're we're teeing it up to help the homeless. All right. So Penny Sewell is not pasta, according to Zane. He's saying the Lions will go three and fourteen, and he basically mf'd me on a text and live on a video stream. Oh, happy Friday to everybody. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Take that, Uh, and I'll I'll be checking you out on and your and your dumb show. Uh, once again, with your stupid oh opinions God. going unchecked. Please, please don't tell me we're doing the free beer flashback right now <laughs> and we're revisiting the past. Is that now I'm on the game, uh, 96 won the game in Grand Rapids, three o'clock later today. Stop out, everybody, Mission Barbecue. Even if you can't stop out uh, during my show, stop out there for lunch. If you support America, the national anthems played, they salute with all the pictures of local firefighters, police department, military. It really is a cool place on East yep. Beltline by Knapp's Corner. Yep, absolutely. So enjoy the meeting with your other uh, organizers. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, all the three other uh, board of directors are uh, pulling up here, so we're going to yep. we're gonna help people. You're going to okay? do that, and then you got an air check later on today, and then you're doing your show, so it sounds like a full day, Bill. Thank you. I love you, Eric. Love everybody. All right. All right. Talk to you down the road. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we'll see you, buddy. <laughs> the one and only Bill Simonson uh, joining us right there. And I, you know what? That, to me, is, like, fantastic because, oh, uh, these are horrible. The, the, the Lions are going to go nine and eight. Let me read you a quote. I, I understand this is all very, very, uh, 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 you know, ultra focused on a topic here and considering the podcast is heard everywhere, but you got to understand I have had a love hate affair with this team and I, and I love them. They're very, very important to me. And if they, if they did win, uh, well, hell in even a playoff game, I might weep. It's that ridiculous. The last time they won a playoff game, I had just met Diana. I had just met my wife. In the uh, long history of the Lions, which goes back decades and decades and decades, they have only won nine games or more 12 times. And Knucklehead says, this is the year 
where the average age is 24 and a quarterback that is was good, but we're not so sure now, and wide receivers that don't have hands, and a rookie uh, right tackle and a first-year coach. I, my huge prediction, being Garter prediction line, whatever the hell it is, nine and eight on the year. This, Lions general manager Brad Holmes. Apparently, Brad Holmes was approached by director of pro scouting Rob Lohman because the Lions had just, excuse me, hang on. Lions had just wiped out the receiving core that they had in at camp because they stunk so bad. And then Brad Holmes was like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And uh, Rob Lohman says, well, fear not. We need to make a trade, we need to unload draft picks. To get, and he's like, "Ooh, uh, it's got to be some stud, some some uh, Odell Beckham Jr., right? Is that? Uh, well, we're gonna. I want to make a trade. I want you to make the uh, trade, Brad, general manager of the Lions, uh, for wide receiver Trinity Benson of Denver. He was totally honest with Kyle Monarchy, and He said, "Who the hell is Trinity Benson?" So the guy making the trade is approached by the director of pro scouting. We need to get this guy as our big receiver, Trinity Benson. Who the hell is Trinity Benson? The Lions made that trade. They actually did it. Fuck. Call up Herman Moore and Johnny Morton and uh, 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 Dad Brett Perriman, and you'd have a better chance. They're going to stink. I think I'm going out on a limb, too, with the Cleveland Browns, but uh, they, they they were strong last year, and they, they, they almost got by the Chiefs. Almost. That was an amazing AFC championship game. All right. There you go. Uh, love. Love having Bill on the show. Uh, Bill was not allowed to be on the show when he was working for Cumulus. Because that would have uh, have been a little uh, fly in the ointment. That would not have gone over well with the Cersei Lannister of radio. Red-headed B-lips. She would have uh, uh, woke up, put on her red wig, her 19 pounds of makeup, her 16-inch high heels, uh... What do they call those things that hide the fat? Spats? And then uh, uh, waddled over into the radio station and uh, embarked at Bill. You cannot be on the Eric Zane Show podcast. By uh, by the way, on the Lost Zane recordings, there is going to come a day when that hag is going to be heard on those old recordings. Ugh. Just released a new episode of the Lost Zane recordings today. Posted it on Patreon, and I posted it on the, uh, I posted a free view, about a 20-minute free view, uh, on the usual spot for the free, for the free podcast, which uh, I'm, I'm way behind already. I had to get to Bill early because he has, uh, he had his, his meeting uh, helping the homeless people, and then he's got to go be, uh, 
chauffeured by his driver over to the radio station because he's, uh, you know, top dog. Fucking pisses me off. <coughs> Excuse me. I know what my problem is. Hang on. I want you to download the audio of this podcast, even if you don't listen to it. And I want you to do it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Bitcher, CastBox, Twatter, whatever the hell it is. There, I'm on all of them. Hit the subscribe button on the audio podcast. Do it on multiple platforms. It helps the show. I get internet points. So everything I say on this, uh, on this podcast, as you watch it live, is then posted to all of the podcast platforms. The live stream in the open. You can watch them on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Share it, like it, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, a Periscope video on Twitter. Please retweet it with a snarky comment. That's brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then on the almighty YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up. You just got to search Eric Zane Show. You'll find me right there. And then you can watch on YouTube. That's brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. You're going to need help with your insurance. Medicare, buying from the marketplace. Or uh, maybe your employer's insurance. Um, You can check that out at buyinsurancehere.com. Uh, Melissa says, are you Bill Simonson's driver? Smart ass. Patriot Nick says, find the Eric Zane Show podcast on the hub. I don't know what that means. I'm sure it's something sinister. I believe the uh, garment that you use to cover your fat ladies, those are called uh, spanks which is what I want to do when I see a lady wearing Spanx. What a fucking thing. You put those on there, and then I don't know how it works, but instantly all those little spots that you don't like people to see, ladies, disappear, and then I want to spank because it's it makes you it's so hot. All of a sudden, with just a pair of Spanx, you're 28 all over again. What an awesome thing. What I say? Spats? Kenny asks, so is everyone worth a damn finally not working for Cumulus? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think Michelle's talented. I think uh, Travis is uh, talented. I think Tony is not at all. I think Rob uh, Rob Brandt is uh, talented. I think Rachel and Jackie are talented. Uh, Kim St. James, talented. And these are all, all those people are people that I get along with. If I, if I didn't mention your name, that means I don't like you. I noticed that I am not seeing the name on the Restream chat. Restream is a platform that I put this video podcast out on, and it spits it out to Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. 
And then I, uh, whereas um, if uh, if Kenny on YouTube makes a comment, the people on Facebook won't see it. But I will. I, I, I see them all. So I had noticed that yesterday, near the end of the free podcast, there was a uh, a real degree of hatred flying out of one audience member's mouth saying awful things known as N-E-N-N Cognito, person behind a fake name who would participate in the show. That person can still watch the show, but they have been banned from making comments. Uh, it, it got out of, it got off the rails with some really, really, you know, and, and I didn't even know that I had the ability to, uh, put them in permanent timeout from making comments, but upon further inspection with just a click, I can add to the block list in restream chat. So incognito. If you're watching right now and wondering why you haven't been able to make comments, which you said a lot of nice things in the past, and I always enjoyed your additions to the show, it got so ridiculously awful with the things you were saying to some of my other beloved friends and audience members uh, that that's it. You're out. Amanda says, you did that to me before. It wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. This uh, this is a little bit more thorough. So sorry about that, end, but you deserve that. You absolutely deserve that. Perhaps you will learn you cannot treat people like that. Only I can do that. Josh says, "Is that a three hundred second ban?" No, 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 no. It was a. It's a full on blocking to the comments. Uh, Kenny says, I still say what he said directed at you, Eric, was far worse. I, I never saw it, and I don't want to know. It's okay. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. It's over. All right. In my possession is this. Uh, pest control, ultrasonic pest repeller, battery operated and portable. Pretty good reviews on this thing. I am going up north this weekend. No doubt the 1951 Pontiac Chief travel trailer on my property is loaded with mouse carcasses stuck in traps, uh, uh, mouse turds all over the place, and yet another reinforcement to the queen of the forest that she will never, ever spend the night in my trailer. Uh, I have to go to extremes to get these bastards out of the house. The mouse traps just kill them when they're inside of there. But walking into the place with uh, nine sprung traps with nine mouse skeletons is not helping. It they are somehow they are getting in. And I have looked high and low for the entry point. I have been on the underside of this trailer on my back looking for openings when i find them i put i i i I bolt on boards onto the under onto the underside of the trailer at great risk i encountered that fucking bald face hornet's nest 
and they stung the shit out of me, and boy, do those hurt. They hurt so bad. Oh, God. So this supposedly works. It, it emits a, a high-pitched wail. I might need two of them. I should have purchased two. I don't know why I only bought one. It's like a 30-foot-long, 35-foot-long trailer. Old, so old school. God, is this thing fantastic. So, yeah, that's uh, that's part of what's happening this weekend. Going up north, uh, we're going to take the camper. Diana will not will not even go into this thing, into the old one. Uh, Kyle says, you need to take your cats up there. No, no, no. My cats are, those are indoor cats, dude. That is, that is so not the same thing as a mouser. A mouser is entirely different. That's an outside cat that just loves to slaughter mice. Indoor cats, they don't know. They have some degree of an instinct, but it's not the same. They just want to play with the mice. And then they, they just uh, occasionally I'll find a uh, mouse carcass on the floor of the house here, and the, and the, the cats will play with it till the little fucker has a heart attack, and then they just leave it there. When uh, uh, Buddy Bobcat Face was here, oh, my God, every day he's bringing me a robin, uh, bringing me a chickadee, a freaking finch, squirrel, rabbit. And then he would he would just he would walk up into the garage, go, wah, wah, drops it. I'm like, uh, all right, yeah, I see it. Good, you have to pat him on the head, and then you got to get the fuck out of there because he's going to consume it. The suggestion that he could be a buddy bobcat north face. You idiot. Expanding spray foam insulation should stop the mice. Yeah, I know, but I got to find the opening. I I don't know where the opening is. So that's weighing heavily on my mind. I just want to go up there and not have mice in there. Seriously. All right. The open and live stream of this shit show. Brought to you by Gift of Life, Michigan. I just found out that I am. There's a magazine that's actually called Transpl- Transplantation Magazine, which is uh, a national publication. I'm sorry, Transplant Nation Magazine. A lot of physicians read this. People who are on waiting lists. People who maybe have received transplants and it, it, it interests them. And uh, your old pal Eric Zane's going to be featured in it. Uh, Let's see. Allison from Gift of Life, Michigan, says, uh, Eric, I want to introduce you to uh, Alexis with Transplant Life Foundation, or TLF. (coughs) Excuse me. Damn it. I don't know what my problem is. They are based here in Grand Rapids. They serve individuals nationally and internationally. They have a great monthly publication called Transplant Nation, and they want to feature your story in an upcoming issue. She was also involved in the planning of the zoo event that I was part of last weekend. And says, one of the coolest people I know, I'll let you two take it from here. So that is fun. I'm very, very excited about that. So Gift of Life, Michigan. They heard my story after I gave the kidney away to Jeffrey. And they said, hey, we want you to be our media ambassador. Talking about um, life-saving organ donation. A little bit different because Gift of Life Michigan works with people who I'm just encouraging you to fill out a donor card. I'm not saying to you, hey, go ahead and give away a kidney. 
You know, that's uh that's a different uh, a different uh, I guess approach. This though is so much more uh less of an investment. Because all I'm asking you to do is fill out your organ donor card on your driver's license. That is valid. You put that, you write that down, you sign the damn thing, it's good as gold. They will do what they have to do to save those lives in the event that you that your passing occurs, which I'm guessing most of you that, uh, or all of you, that is uh, um, probably a long ways off, God willing. But when that happens, uh, let's get those organs in people, young people, old people, families, moms, dads, save those lives. You can also click on the Gift of Life logo at ericzaneshow.com. It'll take you to a little page. You fill out a uh, uh, few bits of information on their form, and that's all you need to do. That is all I'm asking you to do if you are within the sound of my voice. Please do that for me. That is extremely important. There are so many people on waiting lists, especially for kidneys. I just uh, heard from Jeffrey, the gentleman that uh, I donated that kidney to, which I still can't believe that that happened. It, it's all a blur. It took 200 days. Um, what did he write the other day? Every day I think of how amazing you are. I love you. <laughs> He's super emotional. And I wrote, you are the best. I am so happy for you. And I think about you a lot. And then he, uh, He's also got a couple of other health issues, and boy, I'm looking at him walk right now. This is fantastic. He could barely walk before. He had uh, all sorts of other um, uh, issues with his system that were related to uh, losing, uh, having horrible kidney function. Let me just check out the T-shirt. What does his T-shirt say? <laughs> Cousin O football. There you go. Thank you, Gift of Life, Michigan. Okay. I also heard from somebody yesterday. It's saying you can't be trying to cherry pick uh, school bus drivers to drive for affordable limousine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hang. On. I'm having a horrible time. I gotta get a drink of water. Stand by. All right. I hope that helps. I'm tempted to throw in the towel on this because my throat is so stupid. Zane, you can't go and try to get uh, 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 yellow school bus drivers and uh, get them to apply at buscareers.com with affordable limousine. And I go, why? Why not? Well, there's already a shortage of bus drivers, and that's a that's a that's a huge need. And I'm like, dude, didn't you see the film Cinderella Man? My heart is with my family. My balls and my brains are with business. Bullshit. They want to keep the people uh, driving buses when an organization says, another organization says, hey, why don't you drive for us and make twice the money? What the hell's wrong with that? It's up to them to decide what they want to do. So let's say you're a bus driver, yellow school bus driver, and, uh, you know, or maybe even a transit bus driver for the city in Grand Rapids. 
you know, and you got your sixteen to eighteen dollars an hour you're earning. Why don't we take that rate and make it, I don't know, twenty six to thirty five dollars an hour? How does that how does that sound? Because that's a reality. You have earned a CDLB with passenger endorsement. You have that. Okay, and you're an experienced driver. Wouldn't it be nice to A, work when you want to, and B, make that much more money? You can have that if you go to buscareers.com with affordable limousine. Now, what do you mean by uh, work when you want? This is basically how, how it goes. The, the other day, they uh, reached out to me. They go, hey, can you do this job? Uh, let's see. Coming up on um, Thursday at these times in the afternoon. And all I write is yes or no. If I write no, they go to the next uh, driver and run it by that person. If I say yes, they send me uh, the details of it. At the time I'm supposed to go, I go over to the uh, garage where the uh, nearly 40 vehicles are in place. Some buses, some trolleys, some shuttles, some limousines. And uh, I'm dressed up in my gay magician costume. Black tie, white shirt, vest, looking like a million dollars. Get into the air-conditioned limousine, and off I go. I do not have my CDL. If I did, it would be absolutely even more opportunities. So this is gold. If you're an experienced CDL B driver with passenger endorsement, what are you doing? Just go to buscareers.com and fill out the form. These jobs are going to go fast, so do it right now. If I'm still talking about it, that means that they have a need. Part-time, full-time, affordable limousine, and you're going to be doing corporate trips, you could be doing uh, trips to the uh, uh, Tigers game or the Red Wings game with a bunch of people who then uh, you, you drive them back safely like you always do. And then you know what they do? They take all the money that they have and they throw dollar bills at you. I've witnessed this. Yesterday, I, uh, well, I, I had a party that I'll talk more about in a second here. And, and this, this dude gave me 150 bucks for a tip. $150. You can't go wrong with this. It's a great job. And what they did was Affordable just um, brought in a brand new general manager and CEO. His name is Ben. Nice guy. And because uh, Justin owns it. And Justin is kind of like run ragged with a million and one things to do. And he, he likes to have his hands in with the, the dispatching and the getting the drivers. He's a very active owner. Uh, uh, Ben's job is to... Uh, increase their footprint with more drivers. So they came to me and said, we want you to start talking about this on the podcast. So I'm telling you, uh, don't let me down. If you got a uh, uh, CDLB uh, driver with passenger endorsement, you're an experienced driver with with those things, CDLB with passenger endorsement, go to buscareers.com. I know I'm taking a lot of time on the sponsors, but sometimes I do, and that's kind of the beauty of the podcast. Okay, um, Yesterday, we had Let's Kill with Kyle. Not not the other Kyle. Not the other Kyle that's kind of referenced time and again here on this show. If that were the case, it would be uh, 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 
let's put our wieners into kids with Kyle. That's totally different. Not the same thing at all. Let's kill with Kyle. Brought to you by Dumpster Divers. If you are in West Michigan and you need a dumpster, the best dumpster, not all dumpsters are created equal. Kyle's dumpsters, first of all, don't look like shit. They're not super long as long as your driveway with a U-shaped bottom. Uh, they're, they're compact, short. They hold as much as those big, honking, ugly, long dumpsters. And you will pay less than the big, ugly, long dumpster. Because the amount of weight that you can put into a dumpster diver's dumpster puts you at a certain price point. The other guys don't do that. They charge you the higher price point that you can't possibly get that amount of weight into the dumpster. So you're getting screwed. You're you're, you're paying for something you don't even need. Call or text the folks at Dumpster Divers today, 616-375-9962. If you see Kyle or Emilio, honk, wave at them as they are delivering dumpsters down the road in their Dumpster Divers vehicles. Yesterday, as I indicated, I was out on the road. I appear to be the king of young people birthdays. Seen a lot. Most recently, I had the um, six and seven-year-olds for a birthday. I detailed the story that were uh, picked up by me uh, with the quote-unquote cool aunt to these kids. Well, I didn't know that cool aunt meant she was going to play music. This is always a problem. Play music with all sorts of nasty words. Now, I can see uh, middle schoolers playing songs with nasty words. Uh, you know, it happens. There was the one uh, where they there was uh, middle schoolers and they kids started playing, uh, 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 there's some holes in this house, there's some holes, the uh, WAP song. And and not all the kids were on board with that. You had the, uh, you had half of the kids were loving it, and the other half did not. You know that the ones these are these are very young, well, middle school. And then they, they the song finished, and one of the kids who's uh, uh, not going to be promiscuous says, "You guys are this is nasty. You guys are going to get in trouble." You know, there, there's, a, there's a pocket of good kids who are like, oh, boy, I don't think we can be doing this. And the rest of the, they're all girls. And then the rest of them, who no doubt are going to be, well, I, I can't even make the joke, but you can just kind of get an idea. They might be those girls in high school. Like, yeah, this is good. This is a good idea. And I'm right fucking there. There's some holes in this house. 13-year-old kids. Well, the cool aunt. Didn't play that, but she played a lot of other things. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So I, I've seen it all. This one's not going to be bad, though, because the mom of one of the kids is uh, chaperoning. Thank God. See, they can't get into my car if they're that young and they don't have a chaperone. Because, they, you know, it's just it, it sets you, it's kind of like a risk. What if, what if I'm like a, a creep or something like that, you know? Kids get in. Before that, I'm late. I look at the clock. I got to be at this person's house at 2.30 in the afternoon. I get out of the shower. 
here in this house, and it's 153. I still have to drive 15 minutes to the garage, get the keys, get the uh, directions, jump in the car, take off, and travel 15 minutes to get to the pickup point. So I'm like, normally I drive like a stupid old man that I am. Not this time. I am braking when I'm in my truck, going to the garage. Every law there is, except for running red lights. I'm I'm just weaving in and out. I normally don't do that at all, but I'm like, oh my god. And I and I have all I have on is black pants, socks, shoes, and a t-shirt. My button-down white shirt is next to me. My tie is next to me. My vest to uh, complete the gay magician ensemble is there. And uh, I'm driving with my knee in the truck buttoning the shirt, doing the tie. I'm like, oh, my God. But I'm doing it. I'm making up for lost time. I, I get the lights. I, I'm not uh, getting stopped at every light. This is awesome. I get there. I, I hit go on the directions. I'm in the limousine. It says I'm going to get there magically at 229. I had to call my pickup and ask a question. And it blew my mind when the guy picks it up. He goes, hey, Zane. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I go, hey, uh, yeah, I just want to make sure it says your address is uh, Byron Center, but it's coming up as Wayland. That It's the same, right? He goes, yeah, I'm kind of caught in that uh, Wayland, Byron Center, Wyoming, Bermuda Triangle area. It, Yes. And I go, okay, great. And I go, so have I worked with you before? He goes, yeah, yeah, you, you, you have. You actually took us out for, I don't remember what the hell it was. But then. Uh, as I'm pulling up, I remember where I am. I was like, oh, yes, this this group was great. This is fantastic. Get these kids. Off we go. I got, I'm, I, I actually, just the mom is, that's me and the mom in this super stretch limo. Go to one school. I go to, go to a school and pick these kids up. Can you imagine the clout that these kids have now? It's a birthday party, and they're doing something special for the kid. Picking them up in a limo, going to get ice cream, and then going to uh, Craig's Cruisers, which is a, one of those amusement center places. You pull up at the school, and all these other parents are there, and the big roundabout thing, and I'm in this super stretch. Can't even get it in roundabout. It's like, uh, all right, come on in. All these kids pile in. We got to go to another school. Pick up more kids. Off we go to ice cream. Then drop them off at Craig's Cruisers, which what a fantastic place that is. It's way different now for those of you that live in West Michigan. So it always was a cool place. So that was it. Now I'm tr- now I have to drop each individual kid off at their home at the end of the night. This is where it gets weird because on my uh, it's a physical sheet uh, list of where I'm going. I don't have my glasses. I only need my glasses to read. There's so many uh, drop-offs that they've used a small font on the fucking sheet. Normally, they don't use that small of a font. It just says, drop off this address. But I've got like 10 drop-offs. And it's like the smallest font ever. And so I'm squinting, and I think I got it. So I put it in. Uh, into my, my GPS, and then I show up in this neighborhood, and there's no address because I've read it wrong. I'm like, oh, no, this is terrible. So uh, everybody's, like, looking at each other like, well, this isn't my house. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, I accidentally just uh, 
and they and they I think they I think they knew what was up, and that was confirmed a little later. I think they knew that I'm blind when I'm reading shit. And I think if this isn't a wake-up call, I don't know what is. All of this scenario is so fucking embarrassing. So then the kids see me. I take my camera, and I take a picture of the hard copy. And then I, like, open the fucking image, and I'm, like, you know, expanding the picture. And I'm, like, oh, God, okay, the next one is 4434 Powder Face Lane or whatever. I don't know. So then uh, I, I get it right. And then they notice that as I'm getting to each location, I'm like looking for numbers on mailboxes and looking at houses and it's dark and I can see far away, but darkness, it's just all old. That's everything here is because of age. And then kids, you know, they said there was that thing. Kids say the darndest things, meaning basically kids will say whatever they want. Kids are like old people. You know, how old people, they, they don't have a filter. Well, kids don't either. When you're in the sweet spot of life, you have a filter. Kids don't, adults don't, or really old adults don't. And I can't wait for that. I, you know, I, when Wally talks, I'm like, I can't wait till I can be 80-something years old and just say, say whatever the fuck I want. You know, I mean, it's, it's just horrible. So um, I'm, I'm looking at the houses for this, drop this one kid off. And then finally, uh, and they're listening to like, whatever, imagine dragons in the back. They can't even hear me. So I like wave at him and I go, is this, is this, am I close? Is this the right house? And the kid goes, it's right there. I go, okay, thanks. Um, I, I, uh, it seems like no one has the numbers on their mailboxes. And then as quick as a snap, she says, and God strike me down. If this is not true, hand to God, she said three words, four words, or you can't see <laughs> i'm like yeah nobody uh puts the uh house numbers and, and and they did i just couldn't see them they were there or you can't see oh fuck i didn't say anything it just felt like a dick like, oh no so i think uh i think the hour is here that i need this needs to be a regular thing, wearing glasses. I can't read anything, and I can't see anything at night. I suck. If my boss is at, if Justin and uh, and Ben at Affordable are seeing this, they're, they're right now texting, yeah, you can't come back till you have glasses on. Sorry. You, we, you're an asshole for even waiting this long. Stand by. Holy shit. Uh, if you are a, a fan of Compound Media, where I was on with Anthony Cumia, uh, my pilot, my pilot episode of the Eric Zane Show podcast for Compound Media will be up soon. Um, I didn't, I wasn't uh, waiting like it, uh, oh, where is it? And what, you, you told me you were going to post it. No, I just assumed it was going to be right around more closer to Labor Day, like a lot closer, like Labor Day itself doesn't matter to me i i'm just excited to be on that platform so if you are so one of a uh, show member who found out about me through compound or, or whatever or maybe you have a compound uh subscription uh i if you go to 
Compound Media's website, and uh, there's a spot where it talks about um, other shows or collections of shows, and uh, one on the one of those says Pilots, and that is uh, a, a group that did a show for them to see uh, what the response from the audience would be. That's why they do those, and if it does well enough, well, then they bring you back for another show. So, I'm encouraging you all to check it out. If you have to, sign up for the freebie. You can sign up for three days. Just cancel it. Uh, I'll let you know via social media when it is officially available. Check it out and then drop a note to the world-famous E-Rock that, hey, you need to keep the Eric St. Show podcast on Compound Media. E-Rock sent me an email. He says, sorry, I haven't gotten this up yet. I was a flood victim. The Northeast is a shit show. Dozens dead. The South, same thing, decimated. Uh, many, many dead. Uh, E-Rock said, yeah, my place got flooded. I go, oh, Jesus, dude. Uh, he goes, yeah, I'm finally just starting to catch up on things. I go, well, don't even worry about it. I I, I trust you. You, you told me you are going to post it. I'm totally fine with that. Do what you got to do. I could not believe um, that there have been people that have died since this hurricane hit for one of the dumbest things I think I've ever heard. There have been uh, numerous people uh, hospitalized or killed because they get their hands on a portable generator uh, and then they bring them in the house and then they turn them on. It's baffling to me that someone who's so stupid could even manage to get a generator started. If you're that dumb to bring a portable generator indoors... Well, I mean, that's that that's all anybody that that's why you live in a spot where hurricanes uh hit yearly. Again, all these people that live in spots where their homes are destroyed every year. This is these are America's dimmest people. Make no mistake, I say that unequivocally. With no shame whatsoever, the country's uh, cumulative IQ is forever in the shitter because of the scuzz people that live where natural disasters happen. The same idiots are not only are they stupid because they live there and then every year they like uh, move two miles and rebuild. How horrible is that? And for what? It's not... I mean, these aren't like wealthy people, okay? Taking a generator and bringing it indoors. How can you be so stupid? The smell of the exhaust is enough to make you go, you know, I think we might have done something wrong here. Or are they just like rolling the dice that it won't affect them? The headline reads, 12 hospitalized 
with carbon monoxide poisoning due to generator use. Seven children included in that because they brought the fucking uh, generator indoors. Okay. While they're hospitalized, the local agency that does this needs to come in, and as soon as the adults are able to communicate, you need to give them papers that say their parental rights have been terminated, and then while they're under anesthesia, uh, make it so that they cannot bear children anymore. That is the only uh, uh, outcome. FEMA should do it. It shouldn't even be a doctor. You should just have some FEMA guy who, with a fucking sword or something, cuts the lady open and yanks out her uterus. You cannot reproduce anymore if you are such a fucking animal that you bring a generator inside and say, kids, gather around the generator. They probably thought the generator was the actual air conditioner. That's why these stupid idiots are bringing it in because it's so fucking hot. Again, why would you live there in New Orleans, this fucking swamp? That uh, they're bringing a generator inside to power their air conditioner. What the fuck is going on? This guy was not as stupid, but still stupid. When you have a generator, it must be, uh, uh, you know, in a spot outdoors. Uh, with no open windows near it or anything, or, or no spots where the carbon monoxide can easily seep into the house. Fuck. On the RV, in my driveway right now, do not open this window when generator is running. You will die. I can read. I know that. If that window is opening, there's carbon monoxide from the generator on the RV coming in. It's at, what? What the fuck? Three people died. A woman and her two kids set up the generator against an outside wall of their house. So it was outside. So there's a little bit of uh, excuse there. At least it was outside. How is it that the lady who had the generator outside of the house dies? Because, but the, the, the fucking idiot who brought the one in, there's still people alive. Absolutely horrible. My God, all because of this ridiculous hurricane that uh, blew through, which a lot of people are blaming on global warming. Holy shit. All right, folks. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV 616-532-6600. Servicing European, Asian, and domestic models. Virtually everything. You might want to skip the uh, Volkswagen. They don't want your VW trash. But this is the most trusted repair facility in all of West Michigan. All the other guys are like, oh, my God, I hope no one finds out about Irvine's. I hope Eric Zane stops talking about it on his damn podcast because they're taking all of our business. People drive from all over West Michigan to get their cars repaired at Irvine's. You know, a lot of times the car repair business that's like um, pe- people will put them up in various areas, parts of town, hope that the people will just gravitate there because that's the closest one. Uh-uh, not Irvine's. People drive from all over West Michigan as far as Muskegon and beyond 
to get their cars repaired by this facility. Family, veteran, lady-owned, okay? Jamie is part of the family. She is the veteran, Air Force, and the lady who is the big swinging dick at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. And you go in there and you see her cheery smile or maybe the multi-talented lovely Megan is there and, my God, are you in good hands. Don't even worry about it. Thank you to Irvine's, E-R-V-I-N-E-S, Irvine's.com. We're talking mortgages. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. If you are anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Maine, South Carolina, uh, Alaska, or Hawaii, get a mortgage or at least get information about a mortgage from Mario. That's all I ask you to do is just keep him in your shopping for a mortgage and make sure you get pre-approved no matter what you do. Whether you use Mario or you don't, make sure you get pre-approved. And when you get pre-approved, when you start shopping for houses, this is a pro tip. Don't uh, don't look for a house with a price tag the same as your pre-approval. Because the market is such that every one of these home buys, these home purchases, are a result of a bidding war. Okay? You're going to be duking it out with people trying to buy the same house. So if a house is listed at 180, it's going to go for 200. Call Mario, 231-332-6505. And again, whether your credit is impeccable or in the shitter, Mario wants you. Not every mortgage guy does that, but he helps you whether your uh, mortgage, uh, your credit score is 550 or 750. And then there's Blue Frost IT. You know, it's been a great year. It started with them winning the award from their peers in the managed IT slash contract work fields of uh, IT, okay? Um, They have a symposium every year here in West Michigan where all of these similar businesses vote on the number one. You cannot vote for yourself. Unanimous choice from their peers, Blue Frost IT. So if your business needs an upgrade, retrofit, moving the office, new construction, uh, wall jacks being installed, you know, project work. You need to talk to Alan from Blue Frost IT. Call 616-285-50 or reach out info at bluefrostit.com. And then, of course, there's the managed IT service provider aspect of their business. Thank you so much to Blue Frost IT. Eric needs to pee. I've got show and tell coming up for you. Uh, for you. I will tell you about the barbed wire challenge, and I'll be able to play you the audio video of that. And our beloved NFK is in the news here at the household. My brother-in-law, no filter Kevin, the NFK. Not to be confused with the SFD. That is a beloved friend and audience member formerly known as Boring Dean, now known as the SFD, which stands for Sick Fuck Dean. Fucking sick fuck. Holy shit. All right. All right. Okay. Where are we? Excuse me. 
So, yesterday, here at the house, unfortunately, I had to suck it up. The NFK needed that haircut. That's part of the reason why I was late, nearly late with the limo work because I was like, okay, I got I to gotta just suck it up and do this. Uh, as I've detailed before, in case you're new, he has a bad, bad case of dermatitis, dandruff, and um, it, it's horrible. It is, uh, it's one of the worst things ever. It's, it's so remarkable how awful it is. I've got a long list of things I would rather see than when I see his scalp meat gumming up the clippers to reveal pink flesh underneath it starving for oxygen. That list includes a uh, Texas abortion bucket bucket. Fuck that joke up. Uh, 9-11 jumper aftermath. Uh, these are all things I would rather see than scalp meat gumming up clippers. Uh, dead puppy salad. All right, Kevy, Let's wash your hair. Sticks his head under the sink. He's been using, apparently, now remember, he, uh, Diana had a talking to him about taking showers every other day. Now, I've been suspecting that that's been dropping off. I've been concerned about that. But I washed his head, sat down, I gave him the haircut, and it looks better. The medicated shampoo, you know, head and shoulders or Selsun Blue, you know, those, they have medicine in them, and that helps. So this was a huge relief for your old pal, Eric. And so, simply, the uh, hair falls off. I trim his eyebrows. I trim in his ears. I trim his nose. I trim his neck. It's perfect. Easy. Uh, Wednesday of this, well, just this last Wednesday, two days ago, uh, Diana had purchased for him some more hygiene supplies. Okay. Now, again, this, uh, when Diana and her cousin Mimi uh, actually had a, this is how it is. This is how fucked up this is. The fact that you have to have an intervention about asshole washing. Not about heroin, not about cocaine, not about drinking, not about smoking, not about uh, porn addiction. No. Uh, addiction to having a filthy asshole. That's the type of interventions we have at this house. It's fucking ridiculous. He started to cry at his own intervention. And I think it's because they said, look, you don't, I don't, we don't even think you realize this, but you can actually get very, very sick because of the filth on your body. So he dove in. He's been doing it. But we sense an issue because Diana bought him all these other products and they're still untouched in the shower area. So she says, well, 
And she's like, uh, she's been very aggressive about this. And I give her credit because she usually has been in the past. She would like, she didn't want it to be awkward, but not, now she's like, fuck that. If you're going to be in my house sitting around here and your assholes, filthy bullshit, you stink. She goes, I think I need to give him a, a little pep talk, a, a little, a, a little refresher course on asshole washing. I go, oh, yeah. And she says, this stuff has not been touched. So I've had it. I go, and so I'm like, yeah, yeah. So thank God she does it. Thank God. So I'm waiting to hear how that goes. She's actually here at the house um, today. I wonder if she can take a phone call. Al says, just like that, breakfast is done. <laughs> the term scalp meat always has an impact with the audience. Uh, let me see if the Queen of the Forest is available. I know she's, uh, like I said, working from home today. Available for a chat? Question mark. Or can you not get away from your training? Question mark. Totally fine if you cannot, period. All right. I always get a strong reaction from the audience whenever I describe the uh, the horrible thing. And this is what I see on a regular basis. And, you know, I was so impressed. Because I'm running the uh, clippers across the head. And all I have is hair. If all I have is hair, I am good to go. She cannot join us. But when you see, uh, you know, moist skin chunks uh, actually causing the clippers to uh, uh, slow down. That's a place you don't want to be, you know. Tyler says she's too busy uh, cooking up some more Zoom farts. That's exactly right. And then uh, the SFD says, oh, I miss my Pooh Bear. Yeah, stay away, you fucking rapist. What the fuck is wrong with you? Sick fuck Dean. Jesus. All right. I do want to remind you that I am on Cameo. Uh, I usually like I usually get one of these, uh, one or two of these done a week. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. If anybody needs a roasting, anybody is a fan of the show, maybe they need some congratulations. I can be as sweet or as mean as you want me to be. And I can even do it live while I'm doing this podcast if that's what you want. It's basically you hiring me. It's uh, like OnlyFans, but no porno, okay? Uh, I will do whatever you want uh, in terms of a roast uh, or any type of message for someone, young and old, lady, man, whatever whatever you want. You want uh, the, the Queen of the Forest in the uh, cameo? You want the NFK in the cameo? That would be new. I've never done that. I would love to have the NFK in on a cameo, which I would probably be... You would probably want me to say something that would, you, I'm not going to embarrass him, okay? So I'm not going to sit next to the NFK and say, hey, uh, uh, Paul here wants to know why you don't wash your asshole. I'm only going to embarrass him behind his back, okay? That's how he pays me rent for allowing me to tell, uh, well, he doesn't really allow me. He doesn't have a choice. I just fucking do it. Anyway, 
I digress. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thanks to Frank Fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance. Okay, so he's an independent insurance agent. And you're like, well, I get I get insurance from my employer. Yeah, I know. Um, first of all, when that time of year comes around, you might just want to call upon Frank to make sure that everything is on the up and up because he's a nerd and loves insurance. So you say, hey, Frank, what do I do? And then he helps you. Uh, you go to buyinsurancehere.com. Now, you won't be buying insurance, but still, you get his expertise, and it's free. Now, if you're buying insurance from the marketplace, this is non-negotiable. This has to happen. If Medicare is in your future in the next six months, you're turning 65 in the next six months, or one of your loved ones or friends is at that point, this is has to happen. You have to do this. Do not go that route alone. Buying it from the marketplace, Medicare. Hands down, do not try to do this on your own. You will screw it up. Frank's, God, he's amazing. The fact that uh, I called him last week, I go, hey, man, Diana's got insurance from her employer, but I'm just going to go ahead and keep my marketplace insurance. Uh, You can, Eric. Why? Because that's illegal. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's one of the things that in in the, you know, you can't. You have to use her insurance. I go, well, okay, I'm confused. What do I do? He goes, "Uh, you don't have to worry about it. I'll take care of it. That's what I'm here for. Buyinsurancehere.com. Go to that website. Just fill out the form, and then you will start a dialogue with Frank, and all of this is free. Oh, my God. How fantastic is that? You must do this. And if you're the type of person who doesn't want to leave anything to chance, like, for example, if you're on Medicare, Sometimes Medicare doesn't cover everything for what your needs may be. Well, you give Frank a few bucks and you're going to get a supplemental insurance policy. That's how it works. Okay. Buyinsurancehere.com. All right. We are in the midst of uh, two amazing comics in town this weekend. Full House Comedy. Fullhousecomedy.com is where you go. Fullhousecomedy.com. It says click here. Tonight, you got Eddie, uh, Eddie Griffin at the Park Theater. That is going to be fantastic for uh, two shows. And then you have Mitch Fatel tonight, Rockford Lanes, for two shows. Tomorrow, Eddie Griffin is back at the Park Theater for two shows. Mitch Fatel will be at Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon, part of Sherman Bowling Center. So there you go. No matter where you are, Holland area, Rockford area or Muskegon go see a comedy show you see full house comedy is everywhere uh, skip grins you've gone there enough okay try comedy with with these two headliners this weekend either Mitch Fatel or Eddie Griffin fullhousecomedy.com buy a ticket let me know big dick Donnie will send you a picture of his dick no one's taking me up on that yet Big Dick Donnie is my pal, Don Veltman, who is the owner of Full House Comedy and also the owner of uh, Howard City Lanes. The pandemic was very rough on him, so he has been working very hard to get back on his feet by bringing all these great shows to town. Uh, And by the way, while you're at fullhousecomedy.com, you can take a look at the upcoming shows. 
including that uh, Mick Foley spoken word show. I am uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, excited about that. Um, let's see. That would be September 30th at the Pyramid Scheme. That's put on by back at, or, uh, Full House Comedy. Um, Chris Catan will be at Billy's Lounge and Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon in October. Paul Rodriguez is coming. Yes! Paul Rodriguez will be at Billy's Lounge, uh, Back Alley Comedy Club, Muskegon, and the Park Theater. Michael Winslow, that's a guy who makes funny noises with his mouth. He's still very, very funny and entertaining. Rob Little, yes. Look at you go, Don. Man, this guy is just killing it. He's booking so many shows. Wow, he's already in the March of next year, April. God, Hal Sparks. Stuttering John's pal. Man, look at this. You get all these shows at fullhousecomedy.com. All right. A couple more loose end shows or uh, loose end stories at loose end shows. What an idiot that I wanted to get to. Okay. This is why China is kicking our ass. Have you ever... uh, You've seen him coming a mile away, the kid who plays video games for 18 hours a day, every day. Um, The parents worry about those kids. Real life is uh, non-existent. They stay in um, all that time. Their skin is white. Uh, They don't eat well. They don't sleep well. Um, They're addicted. That's the case everywhere. If you're a, I, I, if you're a parent that uh, of a kid who plays too many video games, to me, that's like having a kid addicted to drugs, in my opinion. It seems very much like, I, I'm, I'm serious here, like, uh, like if that were me and my kid was playing video games that much, I would be so, I would be like helpless because... If the kid, you take it away, you know, that's the old tough love scenario. You know, you it's tough for parents to do that. So I understand. But you got to do it because the kid's going to have, a, I mean, it's almost like Jesus. The, the, the rest of the world is moving on. It's all of the kids who play video games. It's kind of good because uh, it's double-edged sword, good and bad. You know, it uh, it has lowered the bar, the expectations. For employers so that when my kids who aren't addicted to video games go out into the field uh they're they're looked at as amazing you know with even just the bare minimum of abilities because uh you know my kids they're all a little dim to begin with i'm totally kidding i knowing full well that my daughter jacqueline will hear this jim played video games for a little bit to a point that was kind of screwed up in fact, and, and I'm going somewhere with this because in China they're uh, they're 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 making some changes. But we had some real learning uh, learning curve moments with Jim. School was not for Jim. Maybe it will be one day. He's only 26, uh, but he is uh, he's making his mark in the logistics world, not manufacturing. Jim moves shit for people. What does that mean? 
well, right now, you know, uh, uh, gigantic companies in and around where we are here have no place to put the um, raw materials for whatever they build. So they store the material, bolts, nuts, uh, parts to cars, in a warehouse. That's where Jim comes in. That shit needs to be stored, cataloged, and uh, put in an appropriate place for when whatever business needs it. Jim's the guy to make the business move. But there was a time when Jim didn't want to do that. I don't want to go to school. It's not for me, Dad. I go, okay, I get it. That That's fine. I, I, I wish you'd told me before I paid all that money for the tuition, but okay, uh, at least we're figuring it out now. So I'm thinking, uh, I want to be an electrician, or I'm going to be a contractor, or I'm going to be a plumber, I'm a mason. And I'm thinking to myself, finally, we're getting somewhere with this young man. I go, well, what do you want to do, Jim? I'll, 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 I'll help you. I'll, I'll facilitate you as best as I can and encourage you. I want to be a professional video game player. And I'm like, you're fucking dead to me. What? No. No. And I'm not one of these cock parents who sits there and goes, Ooh, goody. <laughs> I'll support you in whatever you do. No. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. A professional video game player? You fucking asshole. The fuck is wrong with you? So I just look at him and go, and I'm just like, I got this look on my face. Just, it looks like I just smelled a big pile of shit. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I just walked away. I go, okay. I go, Jim. I I can't. You're you're over eighteen years old. You can do whatever you want to do. If you want to be a professional video game player, you'd be a professional video game player. But you can't do it in my house. What? Yeah, you, no. I cannot, I cannot encourage this fucking behavior. I will not enable you. Uh, you may be a professional video game player, but you not under my roof. So you can either live here or not. I'm giving you a choice. You pick. Uh, a week passed, and he gave up the dream. Thank God. Oh, Jim. Now he's the kid. You know, I'm so proud of him. That was a rough patch. There's no question. But now, I mean, he. the best part, he stayed with Aubrey. And his. he's got my beautiful grandkids, and he's working his ass off, and they're figuring it out against all odds. Even Diana and I were like, ah, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. It lasted. It's lasted. And then some. It's been 10 years. Good for them. Good for them. Very, very happy. I'm very impressed with them. You know, how often do you hear about young people having kids very young in life, and then they end up separating, and then the poor kids, it's kind of like a weird scenario for them. Not these two. Nuh-uh. Now watch, I'm going to get done with this podcast and, and I'm going to get a text from Jim. We went our separate ways. I'm like, no, don't tell me that, you fuck. 
China says if you are under 18, you are only allowed to play video games three hours a week. The government says this. This is gold. China is my new favorite country in the world. Yeah, you've got the human rights violations and the abuse and uh, grinding up the bodies in Tiananmen Square in recent history, late 80s. Yeah, you know, there's that. Eh, I'm not going to get bogged down with the details of that nonsense. This is the new gold standard. The government telling you that if you're under 18, you cannot play any more than three hours of video games per week. We need to do this here in America. The law has been laid down. Kids can only play on Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and national holidays, and only between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. on those days. This is serious. Holy shit. And they can do this. They can make it uh, access to online games now requires real name verification and a login system. And gaming companies can only allow youth players their three hours of service within those small windows of time. So can you imagine if you're a uh, you're American kid uh, who's probably, you're probably people listening who have this right now uh, is, are suddenly told you can only play Friday, Saturday and Sunday and national holidays. And in China, a national holiday is probably the day that they honored the Tiananmen Square massacre when they killed all those students for from 8, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on those days and three hours total per week. Reaction to the new rules has been mixed, mixed. Okay, that means there are some that are saying, yeah, we need this, and that's bullshit. They're just saying that because they're going to get shot in the face if they don't. Some Beijing parents told CBS News they agreed that their children's time was better spent exercising or studying, while others criticized the move as government overreach into family life. Ah, whatever. Yeah, maybe. But I say this is great. We need to implement this in the United States. 18 and under, three hours a day. Get these fucking brats outside. Get them moving. Uh, shit, man. I, you know, I had a world without video games. I had Atari, which that entertained us. You know, even back then you realized it was shit after your hand starts hurting from moving that fucking joy, joystick around. And then you hit adolescence. You just want to stick it in your asshole. Sucks so bad. We'd go out, we'd play fucking baseball from morning till night, every fucking day, baseball, baseball, baseball. All we did. And we'd play Assassin. That was a game. I talked about that fucking game. You had a game master. You take 50 names. Draw the first name out. Draw the second name out. Second name has to, in air quotes, kill the first name. Third name has to kill the second name. Fourth name has to kill the third name. Nobody knows who has to kill who except for the game master. If you kill somebody, you let the game master know, and then he's going to give you the next person in line that you got to kill. Last guy standing wins the pot. You put 10 bucks in, big-time cash on the line. you got to kill him with either a dart gun or a poison, 
Poison could be you put Vaseline on the doorknob of their car or their house or whatever. They touch it, they're dead. Honor system, you can't cheat. Fucking great. People don't do that shit. Now, I know it sounds like an old man, but fuck it. I don't give a shit. Uh, The policy is part of a bigger push by Beijing to control not only personal habits, but to rein in the overwhelming influence that technology has suddenly claimed in Chinese society. You know, we love this, the Unabomber. The Unabomber hates technology. He doesn't even like the uh, mechanical industrial revolution. He wants us with horse and buggy. He'd be like, I'm all for this. Again, I still can't escape that documentary I saw about him. Man, it was fucking interesting. He was right about a lot of things. That's right. Eric agreed with the Unabomber today on the podcast. Uh, The government's motivations go beyond just protecting kids. Electronic drugs and digital detox. Chinese state media had telegraphed the government's frustration in the weeks leading up to the new policy by comparing video games to electronic drugs and spiritual opium. This is true. Eliciting memories of the 1800s when millions of Chinese became addicted to smoking opium during the country's opium wars with the UK. No industry can be allowed to destroy a generation. More than 6 in 10 Chinese miners play video games online frequently, according to Chinese state media. Well, this is just going to be a crazy-ass thing. These kids are going to want to risk their lives. And what they need to do is they need to have like a, a, a governing body that if you play one minute more, the screen should turn dark with like a grim reaper saying, you're next, look outside your window. And they just slaughter people in the street if they break the law. If you are a kid breaking a video game law in China, the only way this will work if there is a swift, severe, and certain punishment. So slaughtering on the fam for the family. I can't even fucking finish the joke. It's so stupid. Holy shit. Uh, Right now, about 30 boys and girls are uh, living in a facility. It is a structured boot camp style, trying to detox these fucking brats. uh, Full of exercising and counseling. You know, the counseling in China is just, if you touch that fucking video game controller, we're going to cut your dick off. Man. All right. China, once again, leading the charge. This needs to happen in the U.S. We, I, 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 I hope and pray that this, along with uh, vaccination, forced vaccinations, happen within the next week. Doors kicked in, uh, two shots right into your face, and a tattoo, uh, a, a, actually a brand that says you were vaccinated. That is the only way... We are going to be able to move forward as a society. Mark it down. Speaking of vaccination, dumb fuck Joe Rogan is in the news. One of America's biggest idiots, but in fact, not stupid, will be discussed. I will feature that on the Patreon and give you the background of why he is one of the stupidest people on the planet. He should actually be arrested for the amount of misinformation he's spreading. Fuck Joe Rogan. I'll also talk about, remember the name Mike Richards, Jeopardy? What a fucking month for this guy. 
I will detail that. That comes up on my Patreon, which I want you to sign up for. Now, look, every podcast in the world except mine sucks dick. So the only way to make it through the day is by getting more of me. If you've enjoyed this, and I know you have, I want you to consider my Patreon. Most assholes on Patreon give you one or two one-hour shows per month. That's bullshit. They're lazy. I give you 15 hours a week. Finish up this podcast and listen to the content on my Patreon. You need to go nowhere else. All of the audio archive and upcoming shows is $5 a month. What? Incredible. Let's do the math on that. Bust out the calculator. If we're doing 60 hours, how many minutes is that? 60 times 60. That is 3,600 minutes per month. Divided by five. Right? No. I'm going to give this up because I'm too stupid to figure out the math. Of uh, what it, how many cents per minute you will pay? Fucking embarrassing. Well, anyway, that's the type of programming you'll get on my Patreon. Uh, you know what I meant. There's a lot there. I recommend probation. Give me the five bucks. Check it out. If it sucks, cancel it. And big deal. You're out five bucks. You get the rest of that month. But if you like it, you have options. You can either let it ride each month or you can convert it to a yearly and I will reward you with 10% off for the year. That's for the $5 audio only tier. You can also do the $10 all, all uh, audio and video and live streams. That's up to you. There you go. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Going to get to the asshole of the day. I found my Sharpie in mere moments. Send me your suggestions on the live chat. God bless Rick at TC Paintball. If you want to book a fun, amazing time, so much fun, gather up your pals from work, gather up your relatives, whoever it may be. Maybe it's a bachelor party. What a unique bachelor party. Knock back a bunch of drinks and play paintball at TC Paintball. Book a party. Go to tcpaintballgr.com if you are in West Michigan and get on it. You're going to have so much fun. All right. Wednesday is Little League Day, 5 p.m. Kids get out of school, get the gang, go to TC Paintball, be there by 5. Why is it Little League? Because you use the low impact guns. So, because frankly, you use the higher impact guns, ah, it leaves a welt. I got one here that you might still be able to see. I wonder if you can see that on the uh, on the screen here. Look at that bad boy. It looks terrible. It hurt for about 10 seconds. So anyway, 
tcpaintballgr.com. Book a party, and off you go. Kids got, like I said, uh, low-impact guns on Wednesdays. Uh, bringing up the rear, the, uh, the immortal Joe Martinez, the man who brought us forbidden Spanish so long ago. Tu madre es una puta. That's right. You can call Joe anytime and say that to him. Call or text. Tu madre es una puta. Tu madre es una puta. That means your mother's a whore. Tell Joe Martinez to madre es una puta and you will save 0% on a service call. Air conditioning, furnace, you name it, A&E, heating and cooling. The air is getting crisp at night. It won't be long till you need a furnace tune-up. Uh, 616-516-8579 for anything at all. Heating and cooling, you have a guy in West Michigan. It is the immortal Joe Martinez. Put that chingada, cabrón. Ah, go fuck yourself, too. Let us get into the world-famous asshole of the day. Uh, Joe Martinez says, where's the other one I sent you? I never did. I got it, but I never put it into the uh, my little system here. I forgot what you said. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and make it happen. Famous last words. All right. Asshole of the day nominations. We got a nomination for yesterday's bad boy, Cognito. For being funny and engaging first, then turning into a hateful asshole. Uh, I'm seeing Zane is mathing, LOL. Kyle with the comment, 15 hours on Patreon and no around the room. (laughs) Sounds like great programming. Well, the bar is low. My God. Real quick, uh, before, not this most recent week, but the week before, somebody sent me audio of those clowns on my old show justifying their choice of content. You know, boring and shitty. And it was one of the most awful Self-serving things I'd heard in a long, long time. Make no mistake. Uh, When we were together, the show was hungry and wanting to entertain people. Uh, Me leaving did not cause it to become shitty. I've said this before. My final two years there was shit. The show became shit. We were shitty. It's continually uh, continued down that road, despite the fact that they have an Ace and TJ amount of staff on that show. It is Ace and TJ North. That's what that show has become. What a fucking disaster. My God. Stevie says... I listened on my drive-in. I encourage that. I want you to listen. And then let them know what you think of it. She says, I could only stand two minutes. They did the Jimbo on the harmonizer bit. Oh, God. Adam says, sounds like your comments are getting back to them. Excellent. Metal up their ass. 
Jake writes, they're still going down. Yeah, I believe it. Around the room? You guys are so fucking boring. There is nothing. You guys have no engagement whatsoever. It's so fucking boring. Everything. Well, we need to introduce the audience so that they know who we are. Who gives a fuck? Just do something entertaining and they'll figure it out. Oh, I'm actually telling you this as a service. Stop being shitty. You were so much better. Go find that. No conflict in the room. Nothing. Let's go around the comments. Uh, I'm Adam and I just got off the elliptical. Boom. Melissa writes, I'm Melissa and I enter numbers and spreadsheets. Eric's asshole for taking a pic of little girls' addresses and not deleting it. Oh, you're right. I did do that. I'm free beer and I'm a snarky a hole. Uh, Adam Knapp says, do you know Tim Barron? Yeah, I, I, I don't know him. I know who he is. Lansing. I don't know what the fuck he does now. I'm Terry, and I'm a douchebag. I'm Hot Wings, and I'm boring. Uh, Joshua says, it's best of again this week. They're on vacation again. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Every fucking day is the same thing. It's a cookie-cutter show. It's fucking horrible. And the overlapping. Oh, my God. Fuck me right in the butt. The overlapping by Greg. He's the worst of it. Ooh. I'm so sorry you have to put up with that. You, you need to, you know what you need to do? You need to slowly wean yourself off of it. Just let it go. Just, uh, just subscribe to the Patreon. That's all you got to do. All right, folks. Uh, ben fucked up the uh, uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast this week because he went and uh, recorded with fucking Lurch, you know, for the eight people that listened to that. His priorities are all messed up, in my opinion. So I won't have that for you this week, and I am taking Labor Day off. Here I am bitching about how Freebird and Outwings have no work ethic, and I'm telling you that I won't be here on Monday. You'll have the lost Zane recordings, and I will talk to you with a fresh show on Tuesday. The asshole of the day, I almost forgot. Uh, let's see. Where the hell am I? Anybody have any suggestions here? A lot of comments today. Thank you so much, folks. You're a great audience. All right, I guess I'm on my own here. <laughs> Referring to Jim as a pizzaologist. My son, fantastic. Jim, I'm going to give Jim an asshole of the day now, my nation, just because I went back in time. I'm, I'm, all, I, I'm butthurt all over again about the professional video game player. Brad Holmes of the, uh, D- of the Detroit Lions general manager didn't even know who Trinity Benson was. The Lions are assholes. I love them, but they're assholes. Bill Simonson's an asshole of the day because he picked the Lions to win nine games. Uh, kids telling me I can't see. I'm blind. Uh, E-Rock's house flooded. I'll be on Compound Media very shortly. I'll keep you updated on that. 
dumbasses who kill themselves by bringing the generators inside. The NFK needed a gentle reminder about washing his asshole. A dumb fuck jumped onto a bed of barbed wire. In Hong Kong, they've got the right idea by uh, banning video games. And we uh, finished the show with a uh, well-deserved beat-up of my old show. Who could it possibly be? I don't know. I'm kind of stuck here. All right. Terry, that's very kind. It's, it's a holiday, dipshit. No one works harder than you at your craft. Well, I, you know what? You made my day with that, young man. I appreciate that. I think I'm going to go with... All right. I The decision has been made. By the way, I kind of always am an asshole today. Um... The Asshole Today is brought to you by TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. And JM Synthetics. Let's keep uh, Jason a sponsor of the show by when you need any type of lubrication, you get it from Jason Mays. Amsoil products, that's how Amsoil gets their uh, products out into the, into the world, is through distributors. That's Jason. Go to jmsynthetics.com. Pick out what you want. You can buy it right from the site. But if you really want to help out Jason, uh, call him at 616-747-0233 and say, this is what I want, Jason, and then it shows up at your door. The asshole of the day, dead generator people. You have to be. You got dead kids in America. It's terribly sad, but you're still an asshole. To be that stupid, you, you the, the, there's asshole points there. So there you go. The dead generator people, they are your asshole of the day. Uh, thanks to, God, who reached out to me? I forgot Then Andrew reached out to me about my microphone being all weird and shit like that, like I talked about before. Uh, he's given me some tips about my equipment, and I might be able to get that worked out here. Uh, better, easier said than done. So thank you very much, folks. It's been a great week. I love you very much. You are the absolute best. Uh, I cannot believe my job is to sit here and be an asshole every single day. Thank you to Bill for taking the time to join me on my show. Make sure you check Bill out. at uh, going to be doing the show from 3 to 6 today at uh, Mission Barbecue on the Beltline, the East Beltline. If you are in West Michigan, go see Bill and tell him that Eric Zane said he's an asshole for saying the Lions are going to win nine games this year. Mission Barbecue on the East Beltline with Fuckface. Okay, till next time, folks. Have a great one. Enjoy your day off. Hopefully you get one. If not, that's, that's a bummer. But uh, till then, talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.